Hi everyone, my name is Caleb Deal and I'm a reporter here at Oregon Business. Hi, and I'm Kim Moore, I'm a research editor at the magazine. And today we're here to talk about blockchain. So Kim, I was looking around on the internet for some events to report on and I found this really weird event description on Meetup and it sounds to me kind of like a three sentence history of the world. You ready to hear it? Sure, go ahead. Okay, so it goes. First there was the industrial revolution which produced the locomotives and then there was electricity. The last one was the internet. Blockchain is the next generation. Foundational and revolutionary technology after the internet. Life technology, this world will not be the same. Wow, that's really dramatic, Caleb. Um, looks like blockchain could be really disruptive. I heard about blockchain too when I was researching a story about Bitcoin, the cryptocurrency. The uh, Bitcoin is based on blockchain technology, but as we, as you'll find out from the interviews we did with blockchain experts, there's so much more to the technology than Bitcoin. Right. And everyone I've been talking to recently at every event has been talking about blockchain. And I was wondering about all this hype too. So I asked a few experts and here's what they said. Uh, tell me what's blockchain? Well, you know, there's, there's been an enormous amount of discussion about blockchain. And once you start thinking about it, you start hearing about it everywhere. Blockchain's potential in general is pretty big. I mean, there are folks that are extremely bullish that are saying, you know, this is going to be the next internet, not in the sense necessarily that it replaces the internet, but rather just in the sense of how much the internet has changed our lives. That's going to be a really big deal. So it seems like blockchains are really the next big thing, but what is it exactly? Yeah, good question. Uh, so we asked everyone to give us their best shot at describing it to us reporters, and here's what they came up with. So what is blockchain? Well, blockchain is a distributed ledger. The core innovation of the blockchain is that it is a distributed public ledger. Blockchain is essentially a distributed record. The simplest explanation is it's a distributed database. So distributed ledger, right? Like what is that? And it sounds kind of like this medieval document, like a big book of scrolls where you're taking your quill pen and writing down all your transactions. I mean, what is this thing? Yeah, like that term distributed ledger, that just sounds like kind of his historic. Yeah. Um, so I talked to a guy who's setting up a blockchain business, oh, cool. um, Matthew Gregory. He is the founder and CEO of Oakum, which is a startup company that is developing a blockchain. And he describes how blockchain technology can be useful in sharing information between mobile devices. I started a company earlier this year called Occam. We use the blockchain to solve security and interoperability between connected devices. Connected devices are also sometimes called the Internet of Things or IoT. Just like people can use blockchain to exchange money, we're building a platform for connected devices to exchange data in a trustful way. Wow, that sounds really cool. Uh, but I'm still not really clear on how it actually works. And I tried talking to a few people and getting some different explanations. And here's what everybody said. You're going to hear a few voices. Uh, the first one is Jeff Goss. He's CEO of Prolific Software. The next is Julianne Brands. She's a researcher at Oregon Angel Fund. 
And the last voice you'll hear is Amy Sample Ward, and she's the director of the Nonprofit Technology Network. And here's their best shot at explaining it to me. And what that means is it is a database that is widely involved in whatever entity that is, is recorded on all the, all the computers. And the advantage of that is all these computers have to agree when a transaction takes place that it is a valid transaction, and if one of them disagrees, the transaction is invalidated. There's no central place to store the data on the blockchain. Rather, it's across a multitude of computers. So some people use the example of, you know, think of it as a massive spreadsheet, but it's not just sitting on your computer, it's sitting across everyone's computers um, or other servers. And public, of course, it's, it's open source, available to anyone who is on the blockchain, can read the blockchain and verify that um, the transactions that they're doing on the blockchain are true. And it's also peer-to-peer, so along that distributed line, Computers are only talking to one another. There's no central intermediary or there's no central database. You may have worked on something at work and you wrote it in a document and you sent it out to people. That's not distribution. Uh, you just shared that, right? Instead, it's a document that all you and all of your colleagues are all able to edit at the same time, but separate. So I think a lot of folks would think of that as maybe like a Google document, right, where you're all logging into the same document. Instead, everyone essentially has their own copy of a document, and every, um, with blockchain, every 10 minutes, all of those documents are syncing up with each other and updating. So that makes a little bit more sense, right? So it's kind of like a Google Doc, but not really a Google Doc. Uh, another way I thought about it was it's kind of like those terrorist cells, right? Where you've got different cells, everybody knows a part of the plan, but no one knows all the information. So if somebody breaks into one cell and gets information, they don't compromise the entire network. And that's a little bit like how blockchain works. Interesting analogy, terrorist cells. Yeah, that's um, that actually sounds kind of scary. Right. Um, but it does seem like blockchain has a lot of security benefits. Here are what the experts are saying. There is a record of every single transaction across the chain. So in order for someone to com- complete fraud in the system, not only would they have to change the record of the one instance in which they're trying to complete fraud, but they'd have to change every single time that same um, token or that same block or that same smart contract has been used across the entire history of the blockchain. There's no central place that someone could log in and kind of take down the system because in order to take down the system, you'd have to be able to have access to every single one of those records at the same time. So, you know, every single computer in the world or not every computer on the world is a part of the network, but uh, every single node that's participating would have to be corrupted together. And that's that's why it feels just so uh, nearly impossible to to take down. It basically means if you give a copy of a bit of historical information to a bunch of different people all at the same time, that's really, really hard to go out and change every single copy of it that might exist in the world. Uh, right, so... Everyone agrees blockchain is super great. It's revolutionizing the world. Maybe it's the next internet. And we're hearing about it all over the country. 
But in particular, we talked to some people who think that Oregon might be a great place to start a center for blockchain excellence, a, a real hotspot for blockchain. Uh, so in your next clip, you're going to hear everyone we talked to before and also Matt Abrams, and he is a partner at Seven Peaks Ventures. The competency around hardware and software expertise, as well as infrastructure in general, um, I think will serve us well. And then I think there probably is something to the fact that we tend to think a little bit differently in Portland, um, for better or for worse, keeping Portland weird. I think it's probably going to benefit how the how we think about building the blockchain. I mean, Pete, the ultimate potential, if you, if you think about what the blockchain could do, I mean, it could replace many of intermediaries that are providing kind of the clearinghouse for these smart contracts now, whether that be financial institutions, large government organizations. And given our kind of, you know, unique viewpoint of a lot of things in Portland, I think that I think that will serve us well in how we view and interact with this new world of blockchain. It, as a distributed record-keeping tool, it is public, right, just, just in its very essence. And I think that brings a, a ton of interest for folks who are passionate around transparency. And I think transparency around um, – all kinds of things is really important to Oregonians. And so I think there are lots of financial uh, transactions that could be more more transparent in Oregon, but also things like um, record keeping around land management, right? Or in um, policy changes as they are being implemented, whether that's at a local or a state level. Um, everything from title insurance to food safety to shipping, um, you know, those are just examples where um, you have to have intermediaries which are providing some sort of verification and validation. I think there's just so many opportunities in Oregon for processes and systems that maybe aren't aren't trying to be private, but just in their their nature of how many people know about them and are trying to maintain the records are often very, very private, could move to a system like blockchain and become that much more transparent for people. At the end of the day, instead of requiring intermediaries, uh, which today have some custom database uh, that has to be reviewed by you know, third parties that are validating transactions, uh, the blockchain effectively is a public storage mechanism that allows organizations who normally would have some sort of middleman, some trusted authority, if you will, that's validating those transactions. The blockchain provides that in an automated fashion that is completely open and transparent to the public at large. The opportunity is to uh, bring companies to Oregon and invest in Oregon-based companies that are building blockchain technologies and to create that community of developers that are going to build these next-generation applications for the world. Wow, so it seems blockchain could revolutionize our lives. It's like the new foundation for democracy. Yeah, it's going to change life as we know it here on Earth and here in Oregon. But do you understand now, Caleb, what blockchain is? Honestly, Kim, I don't know if I can say that I get it yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little unsure myself. Yeah, I talked to four or five people and they all told me the same explanation and it's still not... 
You've been listening to the Oregon Business Broadcast, produced by the Oregon Business Editorial Team. Music for today's episode is from Rodrigo Vicente, Today's World. Thanks for listening.